0: We're expanding the bigness of God. I like what Smith Wigglesworth said. He said, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. God will will, will become so much bigger in our life than the problems. And when God becomes bigger, when his word becomes bigger, then the, the facts don't count. The facts might be you might be in debt today. You might be in some financial struggle. But God can bring you out of it. You might be having some relationship problems. You might be some issues. But when your ways are pleasing to the Lord, He will make even your enemies be at peace with you. When our ways are pleasing to God, when we're sacrificing and... And, and serving God and, and seeking Him with a whole heart. That's when we'll find Him. Amen. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For sh- for they shall be filled. I'm, I, listen, we need a hunger and thirst. We are the righteousness of God. I, 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 you know, we, we have right standing with God because of the blood of Jesus. You, you can't earn your right standing, but we can seek To be more holy, we can seek to be more separated to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? You can get closer to God. You can separate yourself from the losing world and what the losing world is doing. Amen. And you can get closer to God. Blessed are those who, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Amen. They shall be filled, glory to God. Blessed are merciful, they shall obtain mercy. You know, I'm going to say this, that... uh, Listen, when you start fasting and seeking God... You know, you're going to relate to people that go hungry. Hallelujah. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? In other words, listen, we live in the greatest country in the world... And, you know, and there are some people that are going hungry out here. and, And when you fast on purpose to go hungry... For a spiritual blessing. I'm telling you. God looks down at you. And he is excited. That you're willing to give up some food. And you are relating to people that go hungry on this earth. You. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And that, that should give you a spirit of being merciful. We need, a, we need to be merciful. In this fast. We don't want to be grouchy. We, we don't want to be short tempered. We... We don't want to be. I lost my temper this week. Okay, are you? I'm telling you because when you fast, some things are going to start coming out of you that you didn't realize that was in you. Has anybody noticed that? You notice that some things start rising to the top. You know they say you know uh, cream rises to the top, but but you know garbage can rise to the top too. Amen. And God, when you fast, there's going to be some attitudes. There's going to be some things that's going to come up. And and God's going to reveal some areas in our life that we need to adjust. Amen? Are are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Blessed are the uh, pure in heart for they shall see God. So what God is doing in this fast, he's purifying us. He's getting us ready, glory to God. He's getting us ready for more. He's getting us in a position so that we can receive more from him this year. I believe it, again, and I'm fasting and believing that there's going to be increase in this church. That increase. We're increasing glory to God. I thank God for last year. I thank God that, you know... Thank God we had no definite deficit in our finances. Everything was good. You know, we were just there. Praise God. But I want more than just being there. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying today? You know, like I said before, you know, some of us just settle with just, just mediocre. And I just don't want to settle with mediocre uh, 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 health. I don't want to settle with... Mediocre relationships. I don't want to settle with mediocre finances. I, 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 I want the best that God has for me. Amen. You know, I, I'm going to say this. that It says in, in John, it says... Beloved, I wish above all things... ...that you may prosper and be in health. And this is the key right here. John is saying, I, I wish above all things. All things? All things... That you may prosper, prosper. In other words, God wants us to prosper. Amen. Amen. Live long and prosper. Amen. God, <laughs> I think Star Trek, Spock, live long. Okay. God wants us to prosper. <laughs> Amen. Live long and prosper. Amen. And, and, but he but actually says, as our soul prospers. See, that's where it's at. The Lord revealed that to me this week. He said, when your soul starts prospering, you're going to prosper on the outside. What, what do you mean by that? Well, well, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And when you're in, in a place in God, and he starts revealing himself to you, and really he's going to show you what he's calling you to do, and you start stepping out and doing those things... Uh, and you start witnessing and walking in love and serving people and doing this stuff, your soul will start to prosper. Your soul will actually prosper and you will prosper. Some of us, our souls aren't prospering like they need to be. And the reason why is because we're not in that place. We're not doing the things that that God wants us to do. You know, uh, Christina, uh, yesterday... We just got a flyer. We just made some had some flyers made up, beautiful flyers, and uh, it says make make Sunday the best day of your week right here. Aren't these gorgeous? Glory to God. We designed that, and uh, and so we 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 actually I we just got them in yesterday morning. I said Yin, me and Christina, we're going to go out and pass these flyers out. I told Christina only for an hour, but I had a goal to pass out a hundred, and but we were knocking on doors and. Praying for people, and uh, three hours later, <laughs> three hours later, I mean, Christina said, and I promised her a donut. She's not really on the fast, so I, she, she was having a donut attack the other day, so we're not, we're not enforcing the fast too hard on our children, and I, I promised her one little donut, and she said, three hours is not enough for one donut. <laughs> And, and so, we, we, um, uh, so we passed these out, and it was amazing. We were able to pray for people. Um, and, uh, and, I mean, there, there's a lot of people with a lot of needs out there. And they opened the door. <laughs> people opened the door for you. And I was able to pray and, and talk to people about the Lord, invite people in, and all that. And I'm telling you, I, it never feel, you never feel so good as when you're going out doing the kingdom business. And, you know, it's something about when you start doing the when you start witnessing or praying for somebody and you see they you say they light up, your soul will start to prosper. And when your soul prospers, God will prosper you. And so we, we passed out 80 of these yesterday and uh, praise God. And it, I couldn't believe it was I couldn't believe three hours went by. It went by like that. Now, not with with Christina, of course. She kept, she was, I was dragging her along, but she's, I said, I said, Christina, you're my secret weapon. You're my secret weapon, because when I knock on the door, she's right there, and they soften up. (laughs) Are you listening to what I'm saying? So she's my secret weapon, so when I bring her uh, knocking on the door, they can't help but be nice. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Then I can cram the gospel down their throat. (laughs) Get that gospel in there, right? And so God is awesome. But, but, you know, I'm going to say this, that when you start fasting and praying, it, it, you're going to want to do what God wants you to do. You know, I like to say this. I said this to somebody this morning. God likes to take zeros and make a zero and make them into a hero. God likes to take nobodies, and he has done it all through the Bible. And he takes somebody that's average and he puts their grace on them and he makes them above average. And, you know, and and so I'm saying this, that... That God wants you to be above average in in your occupation. Uh, 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 If you're a uh, a business owner, he wants you to be greater. You know, if you own a certain type of business, he wants you to be more blessed than all. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? He wants you to be greater. And I noticed that when, when people in the Old Testament, when they got a God encounter, God always, most of the time, made it better for them. Very few times God would judge people. But a lot of times they would repent, turn, and God made them good for them. And so whenever God, you know, encountered anybody, whenever anybody had a God encounter, He always brought them up. up. And what I thought about this is that God, listen, God doesn't expect us to be perfect. And God doesn't bless perfection. He blesses those that has a heart for for Him. He blesses those that love him. It's amazing to me how many people that God touched and had a God encounter, they weren't perfect. You know, Noah wasn't perfect. Noah was a righteous man, but he ended up getting drunk and naked in a tent. Are you listening to what I'm saying to today? Hallelujah. He, he had some issues. Noah, Noah had some issues. Any of you have issues in here? But I thank God, even though we might have some issues, God still can choose us. You know, Abraham, God chose him and and called him out of an ungodly situation, you know, where they worship, you know, uh, false gods and... God called him and Abraham into a relationship with him. And God said in Genesis 12 that, I, that I'm going to make you into a great nation. And I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And, I, and, and you will be a blessing to all those that you come in contact with. God is saying the same thing to us. He wants to bless us. He wants to make our names great in what we do. He wants to increase us. And God always makes us When we get a God encounter, again, he will make us uh, from zero to heroes. God will, will do that to you, and that's what we need. We need a revelation of God in our life. I need a revelation of God. Hallelujah. Just even this week, the Lord was revealing to me, you know, that that... That this is what the enemy will always start, try to work on, is that we're not in right standing with God. Have you ever questioned if you were in right standing with God because you're dealing with some issues? Yes. Now you may, you, there, you might, there might be some adjustments, but if you're in Jesus, you are accepted in the Beloved. You are right in God because of the blood of Jesus. You might have some issues. You might have some weaknesses, but you are right because of the blood of Jesus. You're accepted. Jesus was rejected so that you could be accepted in him. And a lot of times the enemy will get us focused on what we, what our shortcomings and, and our misses and that we're not perfect, and and that we, we don't do everything right. Who does? I'm thinking about Abraham, how he lied about his wife and, and threw her under the bus and said that she, he was afraid that they were going to kill him because she was so beautiful. I, I'm, sometimes I'm a little nervous about that with my wife. You know, somebody might try to, no, I'm kidding, but because she's so beautiful. But are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? That's a plug for Yen for when she listens to this CD. But... Uh, are you, are you listening? And, and so he threw his wife under the bus. Abraham. The one that God... Are, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, and said, and said to, the, to the Egyptian king, you know, well, she's just my sister. And, of course, God intervened. Thank God God intervenes. And in, in a sense, Abraham wasn't lying because she was like his half-sister. But, but he, was, he wasn't telling the whole truth. And, you know, when you just tell partial truth... It's still a full lie. Can I say that again? Partial truth is still a whole lie. Just telling partial truth. But God still loved Abraham. God still worked with Abraham. God still fulfilled the plan even when he had an Ishmael in his life and and got up with Sarah's maid and they had a son that was, was born out of the flesh you know, but, but, but God still worked with them. God still gave him the promised child, glory to God. So we can still mess up and God still can work his, his miracles in our lives. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? God is awesome. I think about Jacob and I think about how, how Jacob, you know, was, was, you know, I don't know why. They, they called him the deceiver. And he had a brother named Esau. But I, but I, I, I thought that he was a smart businessman myself. Because, you know, he, he actually, he had Esau sell him uh, his birthright and for a bowl of beans. Esau came in one day hungry from hunting, and, uh, and uh, uh, Jacob was making a bowl of beans. And he said, give me those beans. He said, if you sell me your birthright, I will give you the, the, these, this stew, this, this bowl of beans. And, and, and Esau said, well, what is my birthright? What does that mean to me right now? I'm hungry. And so he sold out, he sold out his birthright. I really believe it was Jacob's right to get the blessing because he got the birthright. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? That was never mentioned. And so, but, but he did deceive his father and he did get the blessing on his life because his mom pushed him into it. But we, we, won't, we won't go there, moms. His mom pushed, if you know the story. You know, of Jacob and his mom said, you, get the, you, know, you need to get the blessing. And he listened to his mom. And of course, he ended up in Laban's house. His uncle worked for 20 years, but he ended up getting wealthy and God blessed him. And then he wrestled with an angel. And I'm telling you, he had a God encounter and he wrestled with the angel. He wasn't going to let go of that angel until he was blessed. He didn't realize he was already blessed of God. But God gave him a new name, and he gave him the name of Israel. Glory to God. He changed his name, uh, and that name means prince. And when you get a God encounter, God wants to change your name. He wants you to go from loser to winner. Are you here from failure to to victor? He's going to change your name from from whatever you're losing in what area of your life. He's going to bring you up to the next level. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying to you today? I think about Dave Ramsey and how he was a financial uh, failure. And Dave Ramsey is a Christian a man that, that that wrote a book on, 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 on your finances. And he developed a system on how to get out of debt and... And, and he was a failure in the financial realm. But, but whatever where, whatever your failure... But he was a Christian. And I believe that God graced him. And caused his failure in finances to become... He became a great success in teaching people how to get out of debt. And how to have more. And how to give into the kingdom of God. Anybody ever heard of Dave Ramsey? And this man is doing great things for the kingdom of God. What, what the enemy is trying to mean for our demise... God can turn for good. Whatever weakness that you might be dealing with, when you are weak, He is made strong. Glory to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You know, as Christians, we are struggling with our flesh. And I'm telling you, and and this is what I'm saying, it's a struggle between walking in the Spirit of God and walking in our flesh. And as we seek God, as we pray... As we put the word of God, God will start revealing truth to us and he will, he will help us to come out of anything that's hindering us. Like I said before, I don't want curse in my life. I don't want to keep going in a cycle of... Blessing and then curse and blessing and curse. I want to break out of those things. I don't want to be like the Israelites. I don't, want to, I don't want to encounter the same problems this year that I encountered last year. I don't want to go around the mountain and keep going around the mountain and keep dealing with the same issues and keep seeing that. I want to see new scenery. I, want, I, want to, I, I don't want to just look at the promised land. I want to live in the promised land. I want to live in that land flowing with milk and honey. Glory to God. You know, I think about that, and I think about how um, that uh, Moses was, was called of God, and he had a God encounter with the burning bush. And I, I think about that, that, that even though he had this God encounter, he told God that he wasn't qualified to do what God was calling him to do. And he told God, I, you know, I'm not qualified, I can't speak well, I, you know, I, I, I messed up too much in my past. But God said, I know who you are, I know what you can do, and I will put my words in your mouth, and I will help you. God e- even got mad at, at Moses. But I'm going to say this, even though Moses, uh, he did the job and he brought the children of Israel out, in, out of the, the Egyptian bondage through the desert... You know, he did not, you know, he, this is interesting. He did not get them into the promised land. Joshua was the one that did that. He, he had an anger issue. You know, Moses had, a, had an anger issue. And, and uh, one time that God told him to speak to the rock to bring water out for the children of Israel because they were thirsty and it was a dry land. And what, what Moses did, he struck the rock. And he struck the rock, but he was supposed to speak to the rock. And so, and so because he struck the rock, God said you will not be able to lead them into the promised land. But you know what? God still loved Moses. Yes. And God still was with Moses. Even though he, 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 he disqualified himself from leading them, he did do what God called him to do, was to bring the children of Israel out of bondage, glory to God, out of the Egyptian bondage. But even though he didn't make it into the promised land, God's favor and blessing was still on Moses. When Jesus was when Jesus went on the mountain, mount, uh, mount, uh, mount Transfiguration, when Jesus went up with his three disciples, Peter, John, and um, Peter, John, and James. Thank you very James. Thank you very much. And um, it's James over there. And um, uh, who was up there on the mountain? Moses and Elijah. And I think about Moses did he even bring the kids the, the children of Israel into the promised land. But Moses was on the mountain. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? What am I saying to you today? It doesn't matter your weaknesses. It doesn't matter what, what you're dealing with. God can work through those things and still bring glory to his name. God can work through your weaknesses. God worked through Moses' weaknesses. Hey, remember, remember Elijah? And, and, you know, he did some great and mighty things. And then he had, a, he had problems with depression. And he, he wanted to kill himself. Remember that? And Elijah was dealing with issues. And then uh, God had Elijah raise up two other people to, to, to take his place. What am I saying to you today? Even though Elijah may not have done everything perfect, he was still on the mountain. He was still doing good things. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? God is awesome. And we don't need to allow just the weaknesses of our flesh. I like what Paul said. Paul sought Jesus three times because he was dealing with a weakness, and, and God told him, My grace is sufficient for you in your weakness. He you are made strong. I'm telling you. It's called the God factor. It's called the God, it's called the anointing of God. Where listen, I listen. Shh, glory to God. Listen, God can take anybody. I, it doesn't matter where you're at in this life and bring you up to the top of the mountain. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? It doesn't matter. Glory to God. And so as we focus on God, as we focus on a God encounter, we're going to see the greatness of God. In our lives, I'm going to say that that that's the key. That is the key to moving forward in God. Hallelujah! God gave me a revelation this week, and the revelation is that again, I want to refocus on this. Is that you know I was praying the the prayer. Uh, I would pray the Lord's prayer. Anybody pray the Lord's prayer? Amen. And you know, and I was praying that, and almost every day in prayer. And God revealed to me that some of that prayer uh, that you pray, you, you may want to change it because, because we're in a new covenant. And when we start praying every day, Lord, forgive us of our sins. Uh, it's, not, it's not wrong to ask God's forgiveness. But if you start asking God, I'm going to say this, God has already forgiven you of your sins. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So you need to change the way you pray it. And the Lord was revealed to me, if you keep praying that way, you're building a sin consciousness on the inside of you. And you start thinking that, you, and it starts building this idea that you're not forgiven. And when you have an idea that you're not forgiven, or that you don't measure up, it affects your faith. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? In other words, you are forgiven. So how you pray that prayer is, thank you God that you have forgiven me of all my sins, glory to God. Unless there's an area in your life that you're not walking right with God and the Holy Spirit is dealing with you, then you just need to repent, turn to God, ask God to forgive you. I'm not saying don't ask God to forgive you, but you can't go into a perpetual, every day, God forgive me, God forgive me, if you don't even know what he's forgiven you of. You know He's forgiven you of, of all your sins. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Because of the blood of Jesus, your sins have been remitted. The Bible says that he won't remember your sins as far as the east is from the west. That he won't remember your sins for his sake. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so the Lord was villain to me, you know, be careful in praying that prayer because, you know, because you are righteous in me. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And so what the enemy will try to do is he will try to distort the image of who we are in God. And he, if he distorts who we are in God, it will affect how we walk in God. And so if we have a distortion that we're not just quite right, that there's some issues and that God's holding that against us, then it's going to hinder our faith. But God's not God's not holding he, he's not holding your sins against you this morning. He sees you as right standing with God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we don't want to, we don't want to turn this fast into a works where we're trying to get to a place where, where God will love us more because God already loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. And you got to get a revelation of who you are in Christ. Hopefully, you get a revelation of the love that God has for you in this fast. And when you get a revelation of how much God loves you, regardless of your weaknesses, then you're going to soar high in the kingdom of God. When you get a revelation of that, in other words, the Bible says, acknowledge every good thing that is in you. Do you know the Bible actually says that? We need to acknowledge, the Bible doesn't say acknowledge your weaknesses and all the things that, that's wrong with you. It says acknowledge every good thing that's in you. In other words, God has departed, has, has put in you good things. He has put in you, you know, good things and we need to acknowledge those good things. Don't focus on your weaknesses, focus on your strengths. Focus on what you can do and not what you can't do. Get a revelation of God's love in this, in this fast. Get a revelation that God loves you in spite of yourself. And when you start getting that revelation that God loves you, regardless of your weaknesses, then you're going to be moving forward in God. And then when you get a a revelation that you are in right standing with God because of the blood of Jesus, you're going to move higher in God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Hallelujah. I believe that this year is a breakthrough year that we're moving forward in God. The things that hindered us last year, the things that hindered us last week, are falling off of us. God's given us fresh revelation. We're coming out of bondages. We're coming out of those things. We're coming into a new place in Him. I'm telling you, God is doing it. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Do you believe it today? Do you believe you're moving higher this year? Do you believe that you're walking in greater truth? Because greater truth will bring you out of any darkness and will bring it into a greater a peace, a greater joy of God. you believe that today? We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Virginia Beach SDA Church located at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and the congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at www.excelifechurch.org.